1: roll let's, do let's let's dive in to continental tour in Australia 2 a.m central time on Thursday if you want to watch it live in the U.S. if you're in Australia you can watch it probably at a perfect time yeah ideal time you can probably go if you're in Australia but the big headliner Fred Curley opened up his season in the 200 he is the big star. He is everyone's favorite in this race. We're all watching for him. What do you think we can expect? A lot of travel down there. Obviously, been busy, switching sponsorships. What do you think we're going to ex- uh, see from Fred Curley's
0: opener, Gordon? Do you want the truth from me or the optimistic meat promoter in me? The truth. The truth is, he runs like 20.2. 20. 20.2? 20. 2. Yeah.
1: All right.
0: 20.27. 20.
1: What's the optimist in you say?
0: Optimist, 1999. Sub-20 opener? Yeah. That's me if I'm trying to sell tickets. He runs 1999. <laughs> but I think Rust Buster, first race, he's been in Australia for a, a week or so now. Mm-hmm. But still, it's a lot of travel. There's no pressure. It's not like he's racing up against other big sub-20 tough guys. I think he just cruises to a twenty point two seven opener, mm-hmm. and then collects his appearance fee bag, and then comes back. Mm-hmm. That's what I think he does.
1: His main rivals in here from Australia, Rohan Browning, saw him in the hundred. His main rival, the main. It's like a mostly Aussie field going yeah. against him, right? It's not like a typical. Hey, you have a bunch of top ten guys on the circuit. To your point about lack of competition. This is all going to be about him and his time. PB is 1976. Him and the 200 this year, we all focus on him in the 100. And I'll just focus on the 100 in general because it's so crowded. But the 200 could develop into something interesting as well too because you have Lyles, you have Bednarik, you have Knighton. Lyles has the bye. We assume Curly is going to continue to pursue the 200. He got hurt in the semis though, remember that, and didn't make the the squad. So... Do you think we can expect – he's so good at the 400 too, right? We talked about this before. Hey, the 200 is is where we could actually – you know, maybe he can make even a a bigger splash. But we said that before he got 100-meter gold. So now it's, hey, can he make an equal splash? What do you think of his double? We've talked about other people's doubles. What do you think about his his double? The likelihood of his double? The potential for it. Like do you think he can get up to 100-meter level in the two? No,
0: no. Because hundred meter level in the two means he's running nineteen point two, and I don't think Curly's what ready. To running
1: nineteen point two. What does that mean? Hundred meter level. In because
0: this. in order to beat the hundred meter level, a nine eight is not equal to a nineteen point two. No, but it takes what nine eight nine seven to win the hundred. What's it going to take to win the two hundred? I'm not talking about what it takes to win. I'm well, just saying I'm equi- talking.
1: talking about like equivalent performance. Oh,
0: equivalent performances. Yeah, he can do that. But I'm just talking about like the the, the odds of him being able to to win the two hundred are not the same as him able to win the hundred. the odds of him able to medal in the two hundred are much lower than in the one hundred, even if he is just as good in the hundred as he is in the two hundred, because the two hundred has Lyles and Knighton, which are like running you know, it's a lot harder to beat a nineteen three Lyles and a nineteen four or five Knighton and a nineteen six Ben than it is to beat nine seven Bromel and Coleman's, mm-hmm.
1: I said. I said went out in USA semis. I meant Worlds the semis. Yeah, yeah. But he, was, yeah, he was third at USA's nineteen eighty three. Then was twenty seventeen in the first round in the two hundred, and then went out in the semis, got sixth in that heat. Yeah, I'm just saying, there's there's this added challenge to the two that people who don't know sprinting or haven't sprinted before are unfamiliar with it. And you look, okay, the one, the four, they should be able to to figure it out. And there is that added degree of difficulty in navigating the bend right and and i think this year if he does like if he can run 19 sevens consistently i think he's going to find his way back on the team again and i think for him he always seems like it's next challenge next challenge next challenge so he's not gonna be satisfied with just a 100 title so i expect this to be the beginning of a, a long push to to get in on that 200. And the, you're right, though. The problem is there's a 1931 guy. I
0: mean, I think Curly should skip the 200 and try to get to four and try to do the one four double. That's what I've been saying. I feel like that's, if he wants to do history, we've seen one two doubles. They do mm. it all the time. <laughs> Nothing special about it. Bolt, all right, yeah, he does it. You know, yeah. <laughs> Who cares? But one four double, we don't see those. Those don't grow on trees. Those don't even grow in imaginations. But Curly could have that ability to, to do something like that. And you know, maybe Michael Norman was seeing that and he's like, oh, I got to get ahead of this. The Fred Curley is going to try to get into my event. I'm going to hop into his event and we're going to go at it together. I got to prevent him from yeah, yeah. doing the 1-4. So I'm going to get two opportunities to prevent him from getting the 1-4 double. Yeah, you're going to have a lot of confused people though. Wait, what's wrong with the 200? Why is everybody
1: avoiding – this event,
0: you see, Noah Lyles just sitting there, and be like,
1: <laughs> nobody wants to race me. No one wants to
0: hang out with me. Yeah.
1: Well, the U.S. still is a good team. They can yeah. sweep again with the three that they had. I, yeah, I, I'm just fascinated by the fact that the 200 poses such a unique challenge, not just to him, but to other athletes as well, because it is it, it is different than the one. It's obviously a lot different than the 400, as well, too. Um, yeah. What do you? Is there anything? Early season, it's sort of interesting, right? He's he's coming in at the end of indoors and running an outdoor meet. So do you see this as sort of a end of indoor season run or do you see this as a very early start to the outdoor season? Even though it is being, being run outdoors and I understand that. But like is this a winter race or a, a spring race in your opinion? It's a – well, actually, down under, it's different seasons yeah. entirely. I'm confusing everybody right it's, now.
0: It's a wing race, winter and spring combined. Wing, you yeah. know, in basketball, everyone wants to have wings. Yeah, that's That's the most important position. Wing is the most important season, <laughs> winter and spring combined. No, but this is. I thought one interesting thing about this curly race is I asked Noah Lyles after USA's what he thinks Curly's going to run the 200 in, mm-hmm. and Noah, being himself, was very like. Or let's see, it's a 24-hour flight, blah, 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 this, that. And uh, he'll probably run 20 point something, yeah. right? And I said, is there anything that like, that he could run that would surprise you? And he says, if he ran sub 20, mm-hmm. he would be like shocked. Mm-hmm. And I think that means something because if the fastest guy in the world yeah. would be impressed with your season opener, that means he knows you running sub 20 Rust Buster off of airplane in Australia, he knows like that's equivalent to metal contention. That's equivalent to someone i got to keep an eye on.
1: We're, we all fall victim to the lower number here, the lower number bias, I guess you could say, right? 1999, not all that different than 2001, yeah. but the headlines, if it runs 1999, are going to be so much True. different. Or say it's windy, it's a, a windy 1995 versus a wind legal 2005. Like, the, your whole perspective yeah. changes on it just depending on, on on how you view those times. So, elsewhere in this meet, you got a pretty good mile shaping up in the mid distances. Uh, Oliver Hoare, Sam Tanner, Matthew Centruitz, and Ryan Gregson. So, Centro went down there to run a few races. He's already run an 800 down there, ran like 156. Dead last. Yeah, it didn't go well for him. We know what Oliver Hoare has been doing. He goes to Milrose to world cross so he's going to run indoor cross country and outdoor all in the span of two weeks that's pretty cool that doesn't happen that much <laughs> versatile runner uh I, he's sharp for horror i think it just depends on what he wants to get out of this race because he's certainly ready to go right now he's in obviously short distance shape for, from indoors and then he's has to be adjusted now to being down there because he already has run one race.
0: My, I mean, I'm not, I don't, I'm not really looking to get anything out of how Hor does in this race. I think the main story is how does, and even with you know Sam Tanner's in that race, he he ran, he's been running pretty well. Gregson, another yeah. great miler. I think it's all about Centro. And I know that like we've been kind of stung by him with his early season performances in the 800, and we're like, "Hey, does he have it?" And then he comes out and runs, you know, a, a consistent Olympic trials Sure, He gets second to Hawker, but clearly he was in the different class from the rest of ev- everyone else. But Centro, still coming off an injury, runs a 156 800. If he comes out here and doesn't run another, runs another kind of clunker, mm-hmm. I get it. It is February, and he doesn't need to be fit in february but age is there injuries coming up on him potential back-to-back clunkers you could think maybe we've haven't like the maybe 2021 was the last team that central will make
1: i think that's possible after he ran that time i saw nick willis post about Alan Webb back in the day ran this, you know, opening an 800. Basically, the moral of the story was like, throw out your opener 800. If you're a miler, it's like, it just doesn't matter. I'm looking at 2021, open with a 150.9 in Miramar, got sixth. Actually, that was, he ran a 1500 before that in March and ran 340. So he had two rough ones. The next one was the track meet, middle of May. And he ran well. 335, yeah. And then it was... A one forty six at Portland Track Festival, and then we were at Stumptown. He ran a bunch. Remember that was when he yeah, ran the 803 okay. times, and then and then he was at trials and he got
0: second. I- ad th- played basketball phenomenally in the bubble, and then everyone thinks they're going to get that ad. Well, he did it in twenty twenty. It's going to come back a year later just because you have one reference of like him pulling it off, of having a, a slow start and a good end. Doesn't mean he's always going to be able to do that. And you have to take in the fact that was two years ago. That wasn't last week. Two years ago, he did the slow, now I'm good. He's done that a couple of times. I'm looking at 2019. He opened with a 146. Yeah, okay. look, he did a couple times. 19 was four years ago. What did you do last year? Yeah, he was hurt. He run.
1: Yeah, so like that's a factor. And I think that – I'm just saying we're going to know because this field is really good. This isn't a situation where he's hopping in a low-key college meet. He's going against Oliver Horst, Sam Tanner. Is there yeah. guys who are fit in shape, you know, world championship caliber finalists, a guy who's just run a 350 mile. I think if he's anywhere close, like the 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 grading scale has changed for him, obviously, right? Given that he's coming off an injury and he's later on in his career. Success for him is just making a team this year. Yeah. He, he's not going to say that probably. I, mean, I, I just want to get the jersey yeah. one last time, but success is for him making a team. And if he's cl- anywhere close to Oliver Hoare, I think right. that's oh, yeah. great news for him. But
0: I feel like no matter what he does here, we're going to look at it in a good light. If he runs well, you look in a good light because he runs well. If he runs bad, we'll say, well, he ran bad in 2021. He's fine. And I'm just, I just want to say, like, we can't hold on to 2021 as, like, a justification for every f- bad race that Central has. I think there's some athletes, though, that throw out like, op- like
1: openers, they're always rough. And he's won – now, 156 is different than what he's done in the past, obviously. Yeah. But he's coming out off of an injury, like a serious injury with a whole year off. That's a little bit different too. I just – again, there's not going to be any mysteries. You're going to be able to see it pretty clearly unless the race is just very strangely run. Yeah. But if it is a somewhat normal mid-distance clash, you're going to get out of this race – a good idea of where he is relative
0: because i think it's gonna go out slow
1: isn't oliver Hor a pretty good barometer though
0: yeah but i think it's gonna go out in like 159
1: okay well then we'll see how well he can close off yeah. of 159 because guess who's gonna be able to close off that oliver Hoare. yeah <laughs> Oliver's is gonna be able to close off of it tanner should be able to close off of it as well too um next one
0: i'm just saying if he runs bad we can't say 2021 he ran bad so we're fine
1: that was mostly for the first, I guess, first two, but everybody fixated on that 800. They didn't really pay attention to that first 1,500. So two in a row, yeah, people are going to be more concerned as it goes along. Okay. What else?
0: A couple other notable races happening in Australia. Lyndon Hall's running a, a 3K. Stuart McSwain is going. Swain or Sween? McSwain. McSwain running a 3K as well. Yeah. Um, but the women's 1500, I think, is going to be interesting. Emma Coburn staying in Australia, running in this race. Yeah. Heather McLean in this race, and Jessica Hall in this race. So it's a good 1500, mainly between McLean and Hall, two you know sub four type runners. Excited to see what they do. Coburn, you know, she has some mile experience to her career, but you know she's not the same as a Hall and McLean.
1: But, Hall has looked really good. Yeah in that relay as well too. And McLean has looked stellar, like she looks stellar in the U.S. in, in the indoor season. So I, I would expect Hull to get the win at home. I think she's capable of running fast. It's just a matter of running quick times. You talked about, oh, Rust buster, people running slow, but if look at how fast a lot of people have run indoors. People can run fast in mid to late February. Most of the time it's at the BU track or it's at another indoor track. Maybe it's at Leven. So this is an interesting test because I think a lot of these athletes are in really good shape to run fast times right now. But do they ease off? Like, do they just go for something conservative and safe because it's outdoors and they know they have a long outdoor season in front of them? Because this was an indoor meet and we read off all these start lists, we'd probably be... Pr- like picking faster times. But I think we get in the habit of thinking, oh, it's an outdoor opener. It's going to be low key. But why, why not? Why wouldn't they go for it here if they're fit?
0: Yeah, why not? Not to uh, turn us into another. Actually, never mind. I take that back. I was about to say something. Actually, no. No, yeah, I'll take it back. Ooh, it's a it's a hot take. I want to say it, but I'm, no, I'm not, I can't say it. Maybe no. Okay, I can't say
1: it. that was. That's a minute. Actually, not even a minute. It has like to do with seconds. the. It has to
0: do with the U.S. Women's 1500. Okay. I think there may be a surprise that happens in that race that none of us are thinking about.
1: U.S. Women's 1500? Yeah, I'd agree with that because a lot of the mainstays aren't there anymore. So absolutely. And I
0: think there's a person who may make that team that none of us had on our radar. 'cause we weren't thinking about this athlete as a fifteen hundred meter runner mm. are you gonna say who the no, – no but you can see okay. who I'm highlighting oh okay, right I, I mean, I don't think so but but when you look at it,
1: <laughs> this is terrible podcast no, this is great
0: podcasting because everyone's like who are who are we who are we thinking about and people can email us trying to guess who we're thinking about, but I really think this person. We're, this person we talk about, but like I don't think we talk about this person in the fifteen hundred. And I think when you look at the field, saw Nikki Hiltz win the indoor fifteen hundred. You you see Heather McLean. We'll see what she does out in Australia. Mm-hmm. Alicia Monson has run fast, but Alicia Monson's is running the five and ten. I, think I just it, think this person may surprise.
1: I think I think it's going to come down to event choice a lot. More so than previous years because in previous years, you'd, you'd pencil in a Jenny Simpson. You'd pencil in Shelby Houlihan. Yeah. Right? Uh, Part St. Pierre. There would at least be one to two. I mean before that, Roeberry was just like a lock. Yeah. And I think that women's 1500 is like really wide Three open. Three
0: spots are open and I think this person might get one of those spots. I'll tell you who this person is. Uh, after the break. No, I'll tell you who this person who I think is after uh, indoors.
1: Oh, you should do it now. Uh, end of March. Okay. End of March. You should get your take on the record now, but that's okay. You're
0: no, finished. but you know, you know, my record is on the, you, you are a, you know who I'm talking about. You saw the well, person. Yeah, I know you
1: posted I wish you didn't. Now I'm complicit in this. I could just say the person. David says, yes, yeah, great podcast. And don't use anybody's name. The rest of the podcast. And we'll guess who you're talking about. Yeah,
0: it's great. The mystery 1500 meter woman. <laughs> U.S. athlete. I
1: will do the same thing with this uh, NYC half preview. There's two this is a great clip. There's two very high-profile runners running at the New York City half. If we post, Nobody
0: would know. We post this as a clip on the internet, and everyone's like, can you guess who Gordon is thinking of? Yeah. And then everyone in the comment types who they think. We get engagement. Numbers go up. People like. People subscribe. It's a foolproof way to grow the podcast is to never mention the athlete's names. Come on. Think about it. We should just – You, just, we you just, just
1: crack the code. Man. Yeah. Yeah.
0: At, just say athlete A, when people were like, who is athlete A, who is athlete B when it comes to the doping suspension? That's content. Mystery guests. I'm just, I feel mystery, I'm guests so, thing, mystery guests I'm just should stay say a mystery and, throughout. Don't, don't, don't. How don't, mad don't, would you be if I, I said right now? Mad. I'm going to do it. I'm no, gonna, don't, guys, don't, 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 don't. do it. Don't do it. Put your hand over the mic like you're
1: going <laughs> to stop the mic. Nico has super mics, man. You think that's getting don't your hands? Do it, don't do it.
0: Don't do it. I got worried that you thought. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's roll. Anyway, we'll tell you at the end of March.
1: I like this New York City half field. Yes. I like this New York City half field because Chepta Guy and Kiplimo are two of the best distance runners in the world. And they're just intent on racing each other all the time. We just saw them running against each other at World Cross. I don't know how long this has continued, but I kind of like it. Oftentimes, the top two in an event, they're going to go and race in different places, especially when they don't have to. And this is a half marathon. They could totally choose different races. But Kip Limo, and Joshua guy are going to run New York City half in March. Uh, Galen Rupp's also in the field. Yeah,
0: Nico, if you want to scroll down on the screen to the, the fields, uh, at the very bottom there's a chart. We can see the full um, table of the men and women. So start with the men?
1: Yeah. Here we go. We're getting there. There, there it is. is. Boom. Boom. Uh, Jacob Kipalimo. Joshua guy is in there. Uh, mentioned Galen Rupp. Edward Chesarek. Uh, Mekinen is in there. He's run 60 oh two. Kennedy Kimutai of Kenya 5828. But the big story for me is just the willingness of Cheptegai and Kip Limo to run against each other, both from Uganda. Again, they could not do this. That would, that would be the other option. I know it's a half marathon, so people never know how much athletes are committed to it, but it's just cool to see two people at the top of their event or events because t- those two guys span a lot of different events, they're good at a lot of different things going against each other head to
0: head. My question, is this Jacob Limo and Joshua Chepta guys first time in New York City?
1: First time in New York City. This could probably.
0: So we should get them some some tips, right? I've Coming only to the been
1: Big Apple, uh, you would be the guy. You
0: gone in- Tree, double coming in the big apple. Let's look at I think it is. Let's assume it is. Unless someone can find a result of them. They've never been to New York. Maybe they've been to the New York airport or like a layover.
1: Yeah, on the way to pre or something. Yeah, on the way
0: to pre. But I think this is their first time in New York. And because it's the first time in New York, we should give them some advice. First advice if people, if someone dressed up in an Elmo costume wants to take a picture with you, don't do it because. You're going to ask for money afterwards. Step one, stay away from Times Square. Okay. Don't do that. Don't go to Times Square. Number two, uh, I feel like it's called Levine Bakery. Levine Bakery. It is the best cookies in the world.
1: Okay. Step two. But here's the
0: thing. I found out that they were the best cookies in the world before everyone else found out. Mm -hmm. And then two years went by, and I went back there when I was working for Flow. I was like, oh, we'll go here. And the line was out the door. So you got to get there early. And also, the cookies, you only need one. It looks like you can eat two, but you can't. You (laughs) only eat one. Maybe even share one between the two of you. Kip Limo, chop the guy. Be a great post-race snack. Maybe have someone wait in line. It's The line is probably going to take as long as it takes for you to run a half marathon. Would well, that be
1: a good bit? So you
0: have someone wait in line when the gun starts. They get the cookies. You cross the finish line. Then they give you cookies at the finish line. Yeah,
1: yeah. What's, and I believe what's the finish quicker, line is... The line for the bakery or Jacob Kipalema running a half marathon? That's a
0: good overrun. Yeah. That's a good line. I don't know. But uh, the bakery is near uh, Central Park. It's near where the finish line is. So... What's your third tip? Give one more. Oh, third tip? Yeah. So... Stay away from Times Square. Go to Living Bakery, and what's a good one? Oh, go on the ferry. It's free. <laughs> okay, there it, it's is. There it's it is. It's free. It's free. It's like it's like <laughs> one of the. Go- it's 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 a public transportation. It's yeah. a free public transportation. But you like it. But it's like fun. You're in a little boat. You get to see the Statue of Liberty afar. It's great. Okay. Go on the go on the ferry. Okay. Yeah, I know you don't want to go to Staten Island because it's like, why am I going to Staten Island? But you go there, and you get stay on, come back. It's a nice little yeah nice little amusement park ride. Go on the ferry. It might not be free anymore. It was free when I lived there.
1: Yeah. Well, the other thing is just keep racing each other. Don't stop doing that. that's on a New York tip specifically. That's like that's but a, like we want to keep doing this. Tip, yeah. yeah, yeah, keep doing this. Uh, women's side. Thank you, uh, Nico, pulling that up. Obiri, Teferi, Alish McColgan, uh, Chep Ty, uh My huddle's in there for the U.S. Obiri got that 104 PB. This one could be good too. I mean, You know, this, this field is always pretty strong. But, but then they caught my eye. Chep guy V, Kip Lemo, especially coming off after cross. I know they went 1-3, not 1-2. But these guys are two of the best in the world. So...
0: And maybe it's kind of cool that they're both in their prime at the same time from the same country. Yeah. And when we look at the record books for these two men, likely they're going to be together on the record books for like a decade or two, two well, decades. Well, we got,
1: we got Chepty Guy with the five record yeah. and the 10 record. You got Kip Limo with the half record. Yeah. Got a lot of in- insane personal bests, major performances, medals, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. Kip has got a world half and a world cross title. Chapda guy, of course, has a bunch of golds, so this could be this could be a good one. I'm I'm excited.
0: Um, and then yeah, O'Berry, she's probably the heavy favorite here. Yeah,
1: Obeiri, big favorite on the on the women's side. A little bit of a different uh, different approach on the, on the women's side, but NYC half. Check it out. Beginning of March, it's also in that little bit of transition zone between indoors and outdoors. I know we were talking about indoors earlier or outdoors earlier today. Already starting. But that second week in March is usually a little bit of a slow time. So that will end up being one of the featured
0: races that weekend, I'm guessing. Kevin, can I talk about something else that's bothering me about sure. this segment? Yeah, uh, Nico, if you put up the graphic again of the, uh, the table, notice this table, right? Notice how there's like a space under, underneath Teferi and a space underneath Warner Judd and a space, space underneath Windworm. It's because the... The column for residents, the font is too big where it takes up two lines occasionally, making the visual of this chart mind-boggling annoying. One, why are the names centered as well? It just, it's the worst visual for a chart I've ever seen. It bothers me that there's these weird, awkward spaces because uh, Loughborough, Great Britain is too long of a word. Maybe they should Wait, just take- What is it called? Say it again. Oh, oh, okay. This is annoying. Okay. L- this is Loughborough. Is that not right? Loughborough. Loughborough? Mm-hmm. Loughborough. Okay. It says country, GBR, residence Loughborough, GBR. Why do we need to see GBR twice? Also, look at this. It says GBR, Loughborough, GBR. Because you your country,
1: ca- country can be different from your residents. Okay.
0: Okay. Then why do we go to Caroline Bajikli govodal Sorry if I said your name wrong. Yeah. She's from Norway her residence just says Oslo. Where Oslo? Where Oslo, Norway? It's not even consistent with using country, and and then when it's a place that is a city in the U.S., they 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 use Hopkins, MN. Like for Hopkins, Annie Frisbee. she's from Hopkins, Minnesota. They use M I N N for Minnesota instead of M N. Why don't? And then Erica Kappa just says Boston. Where's the M A for Boston? Also, why do they use M N N instead of M N? Rhode Island they use R I. Like all of the conventions for the way they use the naming for all the cities is not the same. It's not consistent. And it makes me want to
1: This is, this is a good getting a glimpse into what I deal with every day. It is guy. not cool.
0: It is all also right. like why does it say Houston as what? a local place where they did the 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 where they ran their best time? But for New York City it says NYC half. Why doesn't it just say New York? Because that was the Houston half. Why did they take away the word half for Houston? Probably because there. it's
1: their race, so they're just mentioning their race. That one I
0: understand. It's not consistent, and it,
1: yeah, yeah, I think seeing we all the word it.
0: Boston and then Boulder, Colo, like why is it called Boulder, Colo and not just Boulder? You
1: good? You done? With I that? Can, I could do more.
0: Okay. I, if we need to wait till two o'clock to do some breaking news, I could keep going. <laughs>
1: Anthony says, I love me some Gordon rants. They're hilariously mundane and silly. Bill says, Gordon gives me massive headaches. Yeah, I'm more on Bill's uh, side of things here than Anthony's. That's okay, though. All right. Mr. Runner 1892, great pod. I love when Gordon rants about layouts. <laughs> the only good Gordon rant was when we brought up was it musical theater as opposed to what was it?
0: Show. T- uh, oh. Show choir and Versus, musical theater?
1: Yeah. What were
0: the two rivals?
1: Oh, yeah. Okay. A- oh,
0: acapella and musical theater. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And you don't like acapella. Yeah. You like musical theater. Yeah. 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 That was a good one. I like that one. Better than this one, I think. But Big robbery. That's okay. Uh, okay. You want to touch on some college results that we didn't get a chance to mention over the weekend?
0: Well, what, before we talk about the college results, let's stay on the co- – uh, don't worry. I'm not going on another rant about the <laughs> okay. de- decimal just, system. I might,
1: can I get some water? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, I talked about me. the
0: DMR while you were up from your chair in the podcast on Monday. And you kind of I heard you. I
1: heard you. Yeah, but
0: did before the my... podcast started today, you kind of yeah, realized how crazy the DMR is. Yeah. So I'll let you give your take on the DMR because I talked about it myself on Monday, but you now are like, holy crap, like the well, DMR is stupid, it's drunk.
1: Yeah. And I talked to another media person. Who follows track and they were saying how they just didn't even know what to do with the times anymore. Like you can't really process – you can't compare them to a different era. But I lean on the people who follow this a lot and you're one of those people who follows it a lot for over a decade now. And you said it's basically – At
0: least I'm over a it, It's a
1: story of the mile. Yeah. The mile is getting way faster. So the DMR is going to be way faster. But you have a situation where on the men's side, 15 teams
0: would have broken the collegiate record. From 2020.
1: From 2020. Women's side, not as much. The 2017 Oregon team is still holding firm in that top two spot, right? And you have some other times from different eras. But the all-time list on the men's side is populated with recent performances. And there's no reason it's going to stop now, right? Because it's not even – correct me if I'm wrong, and it is all about the mile. Some of those teams, they're not even featuring superstar milers, right? Like they're, they're good, they're solid, but it's not as if they're chess again. Yeah, because
0: right? so, yeah, now a superstar miler in the past was running 355 and now a normal miler runs 356.
1: Yeah, so I thought about it. Hey, how much of this is just the shoe technology getting quicker? How much of it is the coming together to run these fast times and make sure that we're only putting ourselves in – Fully optimized scenarios, right? Every year that goes by, the coaches get a little bit more knowledge about how to work the system to get the fast time. Um, but it is it is shocking when you look at that list. But I take your word when you say it's it's a story about a mile, and that's what it's about. May, maybe to a lesser extent, they can go quicker on the DMR too, right? But the mile has the biggest impact on the finishing time because you are out there the longest, most distance. So miles getting faster, ergo DMR is getting faster. Gordon is just not listening to me and looking at the bakery in New York City. I can see his screen. Can, yeah. can you close that tab? You're just are you getting hungry? What's going on here? See, you blame me for not paying I, attention I, to the DMR and you do the exact same thing I Well did. I already
0: I pay enough attention to DMR I don't need to listen to you when you talk about it. I just think You're just like saying words.
1: No, I'm agreeing with you and I'm It's interesting to because there's everybody's running faster for the most part, right? Yeah. High school, college, pro. You could find little groups here and there who aren't, and that's the fun in it—is like finding out the counterexamples. Because when people are, people are all trying to figure out what the reason for the fast times are. I have,
0: I know the reason. Hands okay. up, got right. that on the camera. Hands up, I know the reason. It's not the shoes.
1: Well, it's part of it. I don't think you can completely dismiss. No, it. No,
0: but I've been through. I was, I was actually thinking about this the other day, yesterday to be exact. <laughs> Everything's faster, right? Do you know where? I don't think – I think we're just catching – I think U.S. athletes are catching up to what they're actually able to do because
1: – Then why is the rest of the world running fast? No, too, though? It's no, not just no, US. no.
0: The rest of the world – like basically this is my point. Do you know how many Japanese athletes can run sub, sub like 208 in a marathon? Yeah, it's huge. It's I mean, huge. Yeah. Do you know how many American athletes can run sub, sub 208 in a marathon? Yeah,
1: it's much smaller. Much, much, country
0: much country. smaller. Why is that?
1: Oh, Is that rhetorical? You want me to answer? Answer. I always thought it was just the emphasis on the half and the full marathon as opposed to emphasis on a 1,500 and a 5. Yeah, I agree. Financially, more turn And I
0: think that it's possible for U.S. to have a shit ton of sub-208 marathoners. But we don't because we don't prioritize it. I think in America, we had the ability to have a shit ton of sub-4 milers but over time as you know you see high school meets being more in the mainstream being shown worldwide on internet streaming and results and all this stuff i think americans have realized and the nca in general has realized like hey we actually can run 355 and not run 401 and i think it just took time for them to catch up because people are running 355 all the time in kenya yeah. They were running 3:55 all the time in Ethiopia. They're no different than well,
1: their top end was better than ours yeah, too, though
0: it wasn't just about. But the, what I'm saying is that I, I think it's I think it's American running or NCA running catching up to their actual ability as opposed to shoes just forcing them into that ability because clearly it is. If all of a sudden this year 200 people broke 2:08 in the marathon for the men, we'd be like what is going on? This is crazy. What's happening? But Japan will be like, welcome to the party, guys. Like This is normal. And I think the rest of, I think other elite countries in distance running are like, oh, you guys have 52 people breaking sub four in the same meet? Welcome to the party. That's what Kenya does every day with a bunch of 17 and 18 year olds. Like, we freak out about having three sub-4 milers per high school class. Kenya's been having probably 12 per 18-year-old class, right? We just haven't been caught up to other people's ability to focus on it. I'm sure Kenya's like, how the hell does USA have all these people who can run sub-10 the 100? We only got one guy. How does USA just turn out great sprinter after great sprinter after great sprinter? Kenya's like if Kenny all of a sudden did that, they're going to be like, we have the shoes. Like, no, you're just catching up to what's actual ability of a human body. Certain regions focus on other events. The US region has been focusing on sprints, not as much as on distance and marathon. But when we put more focus on it, we end up catching up to the norm, which you can see across the, across the water. We just have yet to do it in the marathon yet. We see the women doing it, but the men haven't done it yet. It just takes time for like people to, the shoes aren't doing anything. It's, the people <laughs> catching up to what's actually possible. We just choose to ignore that 200 j- j- Japanese athletes can ri- break 208 in a marathon. They were breaking 208 in a marathon before Super Shoes. Yeah, so now like, they're
1: going faster. I mean, I think the shoes are mattering. Because it is worldwide, right? It's
0: Yeah, but like the depth is the, hasn't...
1: The problem is you don't see it as much worldwide because we fixate on the very, 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 very top times. Yeah. It's like, okay, if... The, a world record hasn't been broken. I guess things are relatively normal. But the breadth and depth of performances is bigger and better like than it's ever been in the mid-distance. You kind of lose me on that because what did they do? They just woke up one day and decided, we're going to be good at the mid-distance, all mid-distance races in the NCAA. Like they've been running mid-distance seriously in the NCAA since its inception. No,
0: they haven't had the amount of pacing. Pacing is very okay. different from... I'll
1: give you that and the fact that... There's tracks out there like Bu that are yeah
0: tuned up like German Fernandez roll. never had like someone pacing him through 1,200 meters. I'm sure you probably did, Maybe but not, not uh, as many opportunities.
1: Yeah, not as many opportunities. But that again, but that's a couple people that doesn't explain why 15 DMRs this year. They're pacing are running faster than they didn't have pacing back in 2000. When They're they were pacing
0: because right? everyone was also together. They put everyone yeah. in one meet and they put them all together. Like it's like a snowball effect. It's like eventually the snowball starts small, but then all of a sudden once it gets its momentum, it so, blows up and that's what we got the momentum and now we're blowing up. So you're and- not
1: so you're not saying they got faster, they just got paced better? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. And the pace so the ability was there the whole time, but yeah. they just weren't in the right position. They got
0: paced and grouped together. I think they started merging together more often. They all started coming into the same races more often. And I then mean, it it, it bloomed. Yeah.
1: So I don't think that is completely crazy. I think that's one part of it. And there's a bunch of parts that go into it. And one other
0: part is shoes. Again, shoes a sliver. Shoes a sliver, but it's not the engine. The engine is the community coming together and snowball effect of the great times. I mean, the way the Japanese community comes together and they can all break 208 in a marathon. Whereas, like, because yeah. they all like screw everything else in, in all of athletics we're all going to just focus on this, the road racing, and then they blow it up. If all of our great athletes said, it. screw trying to break four in the mile, screw trying to focus on the NCAA system of winning NCAA 5Ks and cross country meets, let's well, just all, at age 16 and up, we're all going to start road racing and we're all just going to focus on it. But that's it. A- we would have a bunch of sub 208 marathoners. Okay, but that's, that's, you're
1: talking about a different thing there. They're talking about like priorities. Hey, we have this super talented athlete. Are they going to go through door one? door two or door three in terms of how they pursue their career. And I agree with you on that, right? If we had everybody, every amazing 19-year-old go into marathon training right away with the goal that in five years they'd run as fast as possible, we'd, the U.S. would have faster marathoners. Sure. Probably have a lot of people who never want to run again either, but that's a different story. But I think the int- we're dealing with the same pool of people. I don't think the pool of people is any different Milers now versus Milers five years ago versus Milers 10 years ago. I think we're dealing with the same group of people. It's not as if we're attracting people away from other sports or other events to go to the mile. No. We're getting yeah. the same exact people. I agree. The difference is they're just running together five seconds faster. No.
0: The difference is they You think not- we
1: just started cooperating in 2023? Yeah.
0: <laughs> no. I think not, not only are they cooperating by going to the same races together, but they're cooperating also – by seeing each other more often on the internet and seeing the fast race across the country oh, yeah, and, I mean, yeah. and, and deciding that like that is my peer, the race I saw in California, not the race I saw in my in the county next door.
1: And again, and I think that is a part of it, but I think that was a part of, that explained the last little bump up in times. That, doesn't exp- that explained the US getting on the podium now and in, in distance and mid distance when it didn't before. That doesn't explain 15 DMR teams this year running faster than the collegiate record from three years ago. That is like a much more pronounced change, something that suggests there's something bigger than just, hey, I looked up someone's workout because I saw it on the internet and I'm going to copy that workout.
0: How many people broke four the first time it was ever broken? One, right? As soon as it was broken, it was broken many times after. There is something about the mental aspect of once you see it, yeah, you realize not, you can do it.
1: But not everybody did. It was it was slow.
0: But uh, no, but it ballooned. It ballooned in the beginning. Yeah. There was a big like – it was exponential. It wasn't like all right, one per year. It was like, oh, we can all do it. And I think we're seeing that with – in mass now, we're like, oh, we can all do it.
1: Yeah, but isn't part of that the better technology that's allowing yes, them to do that too? Yes, that's a little bit
0: of a – yeah, there, the better there, technology is part of it. There's a mental There's a mental part of it. But I think the bigger part of it is the group think of 355 is yeah. possible.
1: Yeah. And especially in a race like the 1500 or mile, where a lot of races get artificially slowed down because nobody wants to lead and yeah. nobody wants to go for it. The mentality of, oh, I can push from this far out, or, oh, this pace is something I can handle, yeah. or, A, I saw this other guy two weeks ago run 354 and I know I'm better than that person. I can go for it. Yeah. Like that's, that's part of it too. Yeah. I think like that mentality, but it's not all of it. Yeah.
0: I just think groupthink is the biggest factor more than shoes.
1: Brent says seeing is believing. Exactly. Come to Gordon Mack's seminar folks. Wednesdays, 1230 to 1:30. All right. We got a few minutes left.
0: Two notable college performances that I didn't talk about. Let's start with Britton Wilson. The 400 hurdler Mm -hmm. turned 800-meter runner? Huh? (laughs) Uh, Pretty impressive here for Britton Wilson. She runs 202 in the 800. Obviously, we know what – just scroll to the top, uh, Nico, just the very top. That's what we care about, the 202-800. What are your thoughts on 400 meter hurdler slash 400 meter runner now two, and 600 meter and runner? And 125,
1: 600 runner. And 125, yeah.
0: 600 <laughs> meter running 202 in the
1: eight. Yeah. You wonder how many four meter hurdlers would have this type of profile, right? We saw um, from LSU blank on the name.
0: Michaela Mika- Mika- Rose?
1: Michaela Rose, yes. Thank you. Um, Michaela Rose from LSU also had run the four hurdles, not as fast as Britton Wilson. Right, But she had been uh, in doing multiple events. I think there's a lot of crossover there that's possible. Maybe not everybody gets the opportunity to do it. Wilson, you don't have a foreign hurdler. You don't have foreign hurdles indoors. So she can run the six. She can run the eight. Sasha Mir Little, 400 hurdler, run a, a six, a couple sixes this year. Uh, I like it. What do you think she's going to run it? <laughs> she
0: run the 400 at NCAAs though, right? Will she? I mean, it'd be, it'd be awesome if she ran the eight. Here's be- a, here's why she might not need to run the 400. Uh, Arkansas oh, has they have everybody. one, two, three, four, five, six runners not named Britton Wilson in the top ten mm-hmm. or top eleven. So why sabotage all your other Arkansas athletes? Where in the 800 they have one person, her, her, yeah. So I Oh, think
1: okay. You think this is a play for points? Yeah,
0: play for points. Love Why it. not? Go run the 800. She's on the 4x4. They don't need six. They don't need seven people entered in the 400. Yeah. They should have six in the 400 one in the 8 because you get more points.
1: Let me say this now. I said this last year with a different athlete. I don't remember which athlete it was, but I'll say it now. If Britton Wilson wins the 800 indoors, give her the Bowerman now. Make the presentation at the indoor meet. Just assume she's going to win the four hurdles outdoors. Okay. To pull
0: off an 800 four hurdles double. Should I congratulate her in in the post-race interview? So how does it feel to win the 2023 Bowerman?
1: Yeah, Kevin has voted for you. He does not have a vote, but he's on a podcast, and he thinks you should (laughs) – I mean, that's incredible. That's insane. I know she's – you
0: know, there's women who have run sub two. So she's got a long way to go, but – Wait, wait, hold on. If she does win the 800, then they're going to be thinking, is the 800-400 hurdle double a possible at NCAAs? We've talked about the 400 hurdle (laughs) multi-double. Eight hundred. What's the what's the schedule? Like? I
1: don't know. I don't know the NCAA schedule memorized. Well, the NCAA schedule is always a ridiculously quick turnaround because it's all
0: men's and women's are separated now. Let's find it. NCAA track outdoor season schedule of events. All right, I'm going to find it. Boom, well, found it. Okay, schedule. It's in Texas. It's going to be like nine. Can't you do apart. a four hundred hurdle? <laughs> the eight hundred is at 9.14, the 400 hurdles are at 9.30. So it's literally the next race. <laughs> That's what I'm saying.
1: This counts as a double. If she does one indoors and one outdoors, it counts as a double. And when,
0: when it's only finals only, it's, 90, it's 9.14, 800, 9.27, 400 hurdles. Here's the thing, though. If she is so much better than everyone in the 400 hurdles, mm-hmm. She goes all out, wins the 800. Does like a. Wait, wins the 400 though? The flat 400. Flat 400 is right before the 800. <laughs> so it's 400, 800, 400 hurdles. The nice. schedule does not like Britton Wilson's. No, the
1: schedule didn't think this was possible. <laughs> the schedule doesn't like this new era we're in where 800 runner, 400 runner, they could be a 500. How great it would runner. be if
0: she did the 800, 400 hurdle back to back? She yeah. just do it for content.
1: I think, again, I don't expect her to do that. that. That's why I'm saying this counts it. as a double. It'll be a double that's separated by four months or something like but that. It's a double. It okay, counts as a double. double if she can win an eight hundred and then it's four like hurdles. the
0: record for the difference of birth of twins. You know, it's like five <laughs> minutes that some twins are separated at birth by like multiple days. She's doing the great, the longest break between double ever. Who could beat her in the four hurdles? Masai Russell, potential, Masai Russell, Anna
1: Hall, maybe Anna Hall's gone. Oh, what did I say? Anna Hall.
0: Oh, so you haven't, haven't been, been following track? No, for I, was, I a decade. was
1: literally. I was stuck in 2022.
0: Anyway, 400. Let's see. She's going to run the 800, I think, because there's no reason not to now. They they don't need seven 400-meter runners.
1: I mean, it'd be pretty tremendous if she does it.
0: She's going to do the 800. Yeah. 100%. Well, and if she... And if she wins it. Anyway, other topic. We got a king of conversion, Mr. Duncan Hamilton. So let's bring up this guy's profile. He has run a 8-flat 3K at the Bobcat Challenge in January of 2023 and a 401 mile on February 17th. Guess what those, that 8-flat 3K and the 401 mile, they're being run at altitude on a flat track. I cheated, so. Yeah. Converts to 743 and 352 mile. So I remember when uh, – what's his name? Christian? Cerrado's Christian Cerrado's Man. Montana State athlete. He ran incredible altitude converted, flat track converted. He justified it by then going on and running well at NCAAs. Duncan Hamilton, this isn't a fraudulent conversion. He's, he's a 352, 353 type miler. But it's funny seeing a 401 mile get converted all the way down to 352.99 this past weekend.
1: Yeah. That's a big what flat track.
0: Flat track plus altitude. altitude okay. So you get you get the at sign and the hashtag.
1: Yeah. It's like someone learning how to use Twitter for the yeah. first time.
0: Well, it's like he just needs two more conversions <laughs> said, and then it looks like an explicit <laughs> word was sent after he read his like. Left? I don't know. So you get altitude, flat track. Maybe you could put uh like surface. It's yeah. like Clay is clay, or like soot or whatever soot, soot surface. I think that's dangerous. Clay? I think mean, that's bad to no, bring it uh, Oh no! What? Uh, what's? The, it's not clay. It's wood. Not no. It's not a clay track. Wood. They weren't clay tracks. What was oh, it? cinder. Cinder. I was doing tennis. That's oh. where
1: I was going. Oh, no. I was going to say grass. We need to add a
0: cinder. We need. We need. Okay, Duncan Hamilton. We need you to go to the highest altitude on a flat track.
1: I don't think really give qual.
0: Change the track to cinder. Yeah, and we need him having running into a headwind, <laughs> and we get those four conversions, and that guy's breaking the world record.
1: I don't, I don't think they give a headwind conversion a mile, but if they did, seek it out. Three, what'd you say? Three
0: fifty-two? We three fifty-two ninety-nine converted. But now you'd believe that because
1: how fast everybody else is running, you're like, all right, that's not that big of a stretch. Yeah, no, yeah,
0: yeah, it's believable. Yeah, this is funny though. It's just like guy runs three fifty-nine. And 401, and the 401 counts as 352. Yeah. <laughs> we Sam. We'll see him in a Yeah, race. he's good. Well, we don't know. He'll, yeah, or, he'll probably do the mile 3K or I don't know what he's going to do. He ran 1334 in the 5K, so we'll see. All right. That's it. Watch Madrid. It's live now. And if you're listening to us, it already happened. Yeah. Watch it on the site. How about that 1500, huh? What a race. The goose, Fisher. It happened. Katir Garcia Romo. Quality field.
1: A lot of guys who have done a lot. A lot of scene. guys
0: being guys running in circles. Yeah. We'll check it out. Like and subscribe. See you guys. Peace.